I'm Rick Barron, your host, and welcome to That's Life, I Swear. As we get ready to see 2022 come to a close, I wanted to share three stories I thought were, well, unexpected. The first is a story about a small country that stood defiant against a giant bear and punched its nose. The second story is about a country that woke up realizing that freedom and democracy were more sacred and that deniers and psychos be damned. Finally, the story of three high-tech egos that went beyond their Superman myth. Let's jump into this. During this year, we experienced many events that brought us happiness, sadness, disbelief, astonishment, and more. As 2022 ends, I wanted to reflect on three stories I felt worthwhile to share. Now, why these three stories? Well, there's an expression we hear from time to time. What were the odds that was going to happen? Now, each of these stories has a message. The Bear When Russia launched its war against Ukraine in February of 2022, it was seen as a war that would end in hours. Instead, 10 months later, Ukraine's success illuminated a strategy that has allowed them to, so far, outlast a larger, and a much more powerful foe. What has been striking is the resolve of the Ukrainian people. Putin underestimated the Ukrainians' will to fight. His miscalculation is a failure he knows to be true, but he'll never admit to it. His ego won't allow it. President Zelensky has proved to be a brave leader, inspiring people in Ukraine and abroad by his words and actions. Because of military assistance from around the world, along with sanctions on Russia, Putin's stupid ambitions, aggravated by miscalculation, the Russian people are already poorer, isolated, and more oppressed. Ukraine has told the world that national unity in the face of existential threats, self-reliance strengthened by collective defense, and courage coupled with compassion can help underdog populations resist the mightiest military forces. Election deniers The 2022 midterm results fell way short of expectations for the Republicans. This so-called big red wave campaign slogan ended up being nothing more than a pink puddle. All the talk was that the Democrats would be stomped on, and yet they defied the historical precedent. The whole country held its breath the evening on November the 8th. As the results were coming in, I just couldn't believe what was happening. In states where the Democrats should have lost, ended up winning big. Now, there were several elections in some states that were so close, the results were not known for two to three days. For me, the takeaway was seeing that people in the United States still place a high value on competence over ideology and idiotic theories. It was time to grow up and act like adults again. While inflation and abortion rights were high on the list of importance, it turned out that the quality of the candidate mattered more. The Republicans had way too many election deniers running, not to mention some helpless candidates like Dr. Oz, a TV star who lives in New Jersey, 
not Pennsylvania. I think another factor that really played into this election result was the overreach from the conservative Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. This decision only angered women and young voters. For them, the court and the Republicans went way too far. People don't like having their rights taken away. High-tech egos. Over the years, we've seen high-tech to finance technology evolve with great success. However, in 2022, we saw three examples of leadership and stubborn egos resulting in high failures. It's when we saw these failures that we saw these glorified geniuses do have their flaws. Meta Platforms Back in September of 2021, Mark led investors to value Meta Platforms at a staggering market capitalization value of $1 trillion. Over a year later, the ride was over, and the value of the company declined by roughly $800 billion. My God, that's a lot of money. In November of 2022, Meta laid off 11,000 employees, 13% of its workforce. How did that happen? There were many factors, such as the company's core advertising business slipping, a slowing economy, competition from TikTok, and changes from Apple that put a dent in its ability to track users' activity to sell them targeted ads. And I think the final nail in the coffin was when Mark took a giant leap to rebrand from Facebook Inc. to Meta Platforms, which was introduced at Facebook Connect in October of 2021. He presented this grand vision of Meta with a very slick presentation that gave the audience what the metaverse could be in the very near future. What was shown was pretty, but something you couldn't take to the bank with high confidence. It was more of a wait-and-see vision. Investors were not impressed and they took a dim view of Mark's plan to transform Facebook into a metaverse company. Nevertheless, Mark remains hot on the metaverse, and he continues and intends to pour even more money into his vision. You know, companies will change strategies because they realize they're losing money. As for Meta, it's losing money because it changed strategies. For now, investors don't have a choice. The company remains under control of Mark through what we call super voting stock. Now, what does this mean? This enables a limited number of stockholders to control a company. Well, guess who that would be? Twitter. We now come to Elon Musk. He first teased the public he wanted to buy Twitter, and then he changed his mind. I mean, this dude loves theatrics. When Elon did buy the company, he looked at the books and saw it was losing money like sand in an hourglass. In the span of a few weeks of the takeover, Elon eliminated half of Twitter's workforce. A few days later, he sent out a Google form asking the current employees to commit to working very long hours. He stressed that the company was in trouble and could even face bankruptcy. The form was simple. Say yes, and you can stay. Say no, and you were going to be let go immediately. Many took the latter. Elon is also facing the loss of a key revenue resource that was coming into the company, advertisers. Approximately 90% of Twitter's revenue was because of advertisers. Now, Elon is taking a different strategy with a subscription revenue model, which is going to have to be very significant to work. However, that idea is even muddled as to how to execute it. 
not to mention the off-and-on decision-making that goes on. With Elon's success record at SpaceX, Tesla, and PayPal, no one doubted that the Wonder Boy could turn Twitter into another Silicon Valley gem. Elon's style of takeover has given a whole new meaning to disruption. Twitter has become a let's-see-what-happens-tomorrow story. Seriously, is this the style of management Musk wants to display to the world? Yeah, it looks daring, looks cute. But be careful what you wish for, Elon. FTX In the high-tech finance world that everyday people find confusing, FTX sold itself as a company skilled in cryptocurrencies. Unfortunately, we experience how a crypto empire can implode very quickly. Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of 32 billion crypto exchange FTX, was the industry's golden boy. I mean, this guy was on every magazine cover you could think of. Yes, Sam was the face of crypto. His net worth was at one time $16 billion. He was an MIT graduate with the charisma to lure investors to invest $1.8 billion into FTX. However, in the blink of an eye, Sam's world collapsed. His crypto empire imploded very quickly. It was discovered he was embezzling customer funds to finance investments known to be very risky with the hedge fund he was in control of, Alameda Research. So is cryptocurrency really a Ponzi scheme, as many have been declaring? What can we learn from these stories? What's the takeaway? We saw a very small country waiting to be conquered within a few hours by the great Russian army, only to see with astonishment just the opposite. Oddsmakers gave Ukraine little, if no chance at all, to survive. Ukraine, however, has not yet won the war. Ten months later, the battle goes on. The Ukrainian way of war is to adapt, which will probably not result in a swift end to the war, but it offers the possibility of draining the Russian military and its political will. Ukraine could yet achieve what was once seemed all but impossible. Victory. The midterm elections were to be a red wave, but in the end, it never materialized. With the Republicans taking the House and the Democrats taking the Senate, both won by slim margins. The American voter delivered a stalemate, and not a vote of confidence for either party. We now get ready for 2024 and see what lessons both parties take from 2022. For the time being, the United States is back to normal politics. Mark, Elon, Sam were riding their careers into the stratosphere. Along with many accomplishments, they were given compensation only one can dream of. However, to be compensated in such a manner shouldn't be given in perpetuity until it's proven a strategy and vision will truly succeed. So let's put to rest the myth that these geniuses we elevate so highly are mere mortals who can't turn everything into gold. They may articulate grand visions, but they demonstrate the ability to create companies that incorporate lasting value. Overall, I think these three stories tell us what was once thought of as unthinkable can happen. Now, what's going to happen in 2023? Who knows? On a personal note, I want to wish everyone a beautiful Christmas. And in 2023, that will bring you new beginnings and memories. Thank you for listening to my podcast during 2022. And I hope you'll continue to join me as we enter 2023. Well, there you go. That's life, I swear. For further information regarding the material covered in this episode, I invite you to visit my website, 
that you can find on either Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts for show notes calling out key pieces of content mentioned in the episode transcript as well. As always, I thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.